from John chapter 1. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. This is the testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? John said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they have been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Why then are you baptizing if you are neither the Messiah, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water. Among you stands one whom you do not know, the one who is coming after me. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandal. This took place in Bethany, across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. I've noticed lately that I've been really drawn to wilderness language. When I imagine a wilderness, I, I think of the Olympic forest and the Cascades. I think of trees and trees and more trees. I think of branches and limbs fallen on top of themselves, of seemingly invisible streams that turn into waterfalls. I imagine the sun peeking through the treetops, only enough to light a few places on an uneven path. There's a beauty and a calm to the wilderness of my imagination. But then there is another place my mind pictures when I think of wilderness. I think of night, of great unknown spaces behind the trees, of tree cover so thick that stars can't be seen. I think of no paths at all, just trees and bushes and thorns. I imagine wild and dangerous animals prowling in those unpredictable shadows. And both of these imaginary wildernesses could be the same place, the same location. What a difference daylight can make in the wilderness. One of my favorite authors, Brene Brown, is a researcher, particularly researching concepts of shame and vulnerability. And for the last few decades, in this research, she has found that the key to being resilient around shame, to being able to handle it in your life, is to be vulnerable. It was this willingness to be vulnerable that she found in people that she titled wholehearted, that lived wholehearted lives. And Brown just came out with a new book titled Braving the Wilderness, which is maybe why this wilderness language is speaking to me so much these past <laughs> few months. Because in Braving the Wilderness, Brown has taken her research to the next level. She noticed that these people who lived wholehearted lives who were willing to be vulnerable, also happened to have a true sense of belonging. And what she found is that this true belonging came from a willingness to be vulnerable, a willingness to step into spaces she called the wilderness. Brown says the wilderness is an untamed, unpredictable place of solitude and searching. It is a place as dangerous as it is breathtaking, a place as sought after as it is feared. She says it's in the wilderness that we find true belonging. 
And for John the baptizer, it's in the wilderness that he shares a message of belonging. As the text introduces John, he is a man sent from God. He came as a witness to testify to the light. And that light, of course, that John testifies to, is the one who is coming after him. This light, of course, is Jesus. John is in Bethany, across the Jordan, when he is asked by these priests who he is. His location is one of wilderness, or jungle, of untamed and unpredictable elements. It was once a place of solitude until John arrived and people began to visit him. And in John's wilderness place, there is a danger. A danger brought by these priests, because unlike John, they weren't sent by God, but were sent by Pharisees, looking to entrap John, looking for an excuse to send him to an even more entangled wilderness. These priests were looking for an excuse to imprison John, to take him captive, and claiming to be the Messiah, claiming to be Elijah, baptizing without authority, any excuse would do. This wilderness question, the priests ask, who are you? is a dangerous one for John. Who are you? Who sent you? To whom do you belong? And John denies that he's anyone, really. But when pressed, he testifies using scripture from the book of Isaiah. John says, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord. When asked his identity, when asked to whom it is that John belongs, he testifies to the coming Lord, to the coming Messiah, to the coming light that shines in the wilderness. What wilderness are you facing? Are you experiencing a wilderness that day, a vulnerability and willingness to explore, or is this a wilderness of night for you? An unpredictable and untamable shadow in your life? Is your wilderness your physical location, or is there more? This Advent season, this pre-Christmas, is often filled with joy and excitement. But for many of us, it's a time of pain, of anxiety, and of grief. Maybe your wilderness today is the pain of a broken heart. This is a season where we realize that our broken relationships weigh on us just a little bit heavier. Or maybe, like me, you have watched the news over these last few months and wondered at the untamed, unpredictable brokenness in our world and your heart has broken a little with it. Maybe your wilderness is the captivity of anxiety. This is a season where we wait for the birth of Jesus, but we also can be waiting with anxiety for our own physical, emotional, or even financial health to improve. Maybe this Advent, your fear and anxiety have very little to do with the Christmas season and everything to do with a sense of danger for your health or a captivity you're feeling in your finances. Maybe your wilderness is the mourning you are feeling of loss and grief. This is a season where we remember those who once celebrated with us. Maybe you are feeling a sense of solitude that feels more like isolation in your wilderness. Where can you find comfort? Are you a voice crying out in the wilderness today? And for when you're crying is not good news. For when your voice feels unheard and lost to the shadows of those untamed woods, for when you do not know who or to whom you belong, John testifies to the one who comes after him, to the one who comes into our shadow wildernesses to shine a spot of light on our uneven paths. John testifies to Jesus, to the Son of God who comes to us as a baby in a manger, 
who goes to the cross to bring daylight to us in our wilderness. Jesus dies to sanctify us, to make us holy, as Paul says in his letter to the church in Thessalonica, that this God of peace sanctifies you entirely, that this God of peace is faithful to you, even when you can't see the light through the shadows in your wilderness, because Jesus rises from the dead and conquers sin and death in order to bind up our broken hearts, to free us from our anxious captivity, and to comfort us in our mourning. It's Jesus who brings this light into our lives in the midst of our wilderness experiences. Jesus brings our days into night, or our, our day from our nights. And as Jesus does all of these things for us, as the Holy Spirit sanctifies us and makes us holy and new, as God shares this love, this mercy, this forgiveness with us, God answers these questions for us. Who are you? Who sent you? To whom do you belong? You are a child of God. God sends you like God sent John, like God sent the prophet Isaiah. You belong to God. You are anointed. You are sent, not just to your own wilderness, but to the wildernesses of others. God anointed you so that you might bind up broken hearts just like when your heart was broken. God is sending you so that you may free captives from their anxieties and fears just like the fears and anxieties you experience. The light of Christ shining in you will comfort those who mourn from losses like the grief you know so well. This is the light to whom you belong. This is the love that we have been given. These are our voices crying out in the wilderness, proclaiming the good news of the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.